Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss Oh, all my dreams came true. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Uh, thank you very much for coming back. I <laughs> um, hope you had a nice interval and you were able to fill your glasses to the correct level with a correct orange drink. Uh, that's sometimes what we, uh, me and Robin call pints. <laughs> we call them delicious orange drinks. Um, so you join us back here at the Moon Underwater, and I must apologise to everyone for the sheer velocity of the tenterhooks uh, you have found yourself held amidst uh, over the course of the interval as you were left without answers to some pretty serious questions about chocolate. Um, so, Robin, could you please release everyone from those hooks oh so tenter? Thank you. Thanks, John. So, yes, the answers to the pub quiz. Uh, Quality Street, now we get a 650-gram tin. But if you were to go back in time to 1988, how much would a tin be then? Uh, so let's, let's, have a, let's, let's, go, let's, have a, uh, let's go through it here and then maybe go to the audience. What, what are you thinking, Izzy? I think it was probably more, because I think... Generally, people used to eat more good stuff. Yeah. And now people are too health conscious. And if it used to be 650, I'm going to go that it used to be like 800. Okay. Yeah. Okay. John? I've gone a full kg. One kg? Okay. Because I think, as Izzy, I think, was getting towards the phrase political correctness gone mad. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what you were groping towards. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. it's safe yes. to say that's what you were saying. And I think back in the. Uh, midst of the very sort of self-determining late 80s, you couldn't cancel Quality Street. Okay, so you're going for 1kg. Any KG. advance on 1kg in the, in the crowd? Sorry, go. You think it's smaller? You think it was smaller? <laughs> <laughs> Any, anyone else? Any other guesses? 1.5 over here. 1.5. That's, that's a heavy tin. 1.5. <laughs> yeah. Massive it is. Nice, nice. Any or was it just that you were eight? <laughs> <laughs> interesting, interesting. Any advance on 1.5? Exactly the same. Interesting. Interesting. Have I you let you down a blind eye? You never get caught out by a trick question, do you? It Shall was I re- actually zero. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I reveal? Yes. It was 1.7. Fuck. It was fucking massive. (laughs) That's 2.1 current tins of quality street. Wow. Imagine, how would you carry that home? But that's that's Thatcherism for you. (laughs) You have as many quality street as you want. It doesn't matter that your neighbours have got no quality street because you worked hard to get your quality street. That's basically right, yeah. Sod them. But where, where are we now with our paltry 650s? Hmm. Austerity. Is it, or, or is it the big society? I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't no. really know what that means. I don't know anyone knows what that means. <laughs> it no. sounded good. I don't think it is a metaphor. I thought it meant a bigger population. Right. No, no I mean, no, I mean Quality Street. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but all chocolate has shrunk. Surely you've noticed chocolate's shrunk over the years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So you mean the individual Quality like Streets? A, a dairy, do you remember the dairy milks of your youth? Yeah. Massive. Yeah. But they look like celebrations now. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Question two. How many cocoa beans does it take to make one pound of chocolate? What are we saying? Izzy? 30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've, I've gone for a, a round thou. Thou? Okay. Yeah. Anyone else? In the, I think in that's the... high. 10,000? 10,000. <laughs> I'm not going to... I'm sorry, Mr. 500 grams quality. <laughs> I'm not sure. If I could take anything you say, seriously. Okay, so we got, we got, so what was it, 10,000? 10, 10,000. Anyone, anyone, any other guesses? 800. 40. Okay. I've got 400. Oh. 400. Interesting. Quite a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Just, just slightly concerned that, that that couple who asked if they wanted a better view by sitting at the table have, have now left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they've gone for a better view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm very impressed with the, this couple here. You've, are you on your third bottle of wine? Second. It is. It is. <laughs> well, that's all right. Brilliant. No shame in that. It's just, I was just very impressed when I walked by. That's great. That's perfect. <laughs> I did eye it when I walked past. Yeah. Because I, I like the way you've got um, coolers as well. Yeah. It's very nice. When did Marathon change its name to Snickers? Is it? I think I'd just graduated. Um, I... Graduated had from... I? College. But that, I don't think it was 2000. I think it was earlier than that. I feel like maybe I noticed it when I just graduated, but it happened Because you were wiser. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Um, my degree opened my eyes yeah. to things like this. I think it was about 90, 95. Okay, 95. John? Well, I am very much betwixt and between 89 and 90. I am going to say 90. Okay. Anyone in the crowd? What are you saying? 90, we've got 85, we've got 91. So it was, 80. hang on, Berlin Wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Live Mandela, Marathon to Snickers. Yeah. Okay, all I can reveal, it was 1990. Yes! Yeah. Well done, John. Oh, God, I feel amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's later than you think, because I thought it was 80s. When was Opal Fruits to Starburst? I don't know. Later, later. later. I reckon, yeah. I, I'm going to say, feel free to look it up in your mind, I'm going to say that was 97. Earlier than that, I think. Britpop era, I think. Was it? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Does anyone know? Let's find out. Look it up in your mind, mate. What's your name? <laughs> what? Lloyd. Lloyd. I like your shirt. Lloyd. I do like your shirt. It's a very brave choice. <laughs> But I think that's a good sign. Mm. Did you win it, or was it? <laughs> it's, got a, got a, it's got a nice spring on it. It's got a skull. It's got 98. writing. 98! I I, what did I say? I said 97. I'm the king of whispering sweets. You what? I was in year eight. Wow. Good subsidiary fact. <laughs> <laughs> subsidiary. <laughs> Anyway, that's the quiz. Thanks very much. Good quiz. It's, it's been a pleasure. All right then, Isabella Sutellini. Um, <laughs> this is your birth name. Um, we've got to pick a couple of spirits for this dream pub of yours. Yeah. What, and I'll repeat that, what are they going to be? Hang on, haven't we... Done spirits. They were Galliano and Bailey's. No, we've done Bailey's and Oyster Bay Sauvignon Blanc, which are your bottles. Oh, Bailey's was in the bottles, wasn't it? Mm. Ah, yes. Okay. okay. So the first spirit is Galliano. No shit. <laughs> Hang on. What's that sound I hear? Ooh. Ho- ho- I'll- 
what is that sound? I, I believe that is the sound for the special live-only treat. Once. Oh, wow. One drink of all your choices will be tasted live on stage, live during the stage show, on stage live, as it was performed. Uh, so here we go. Izzy, your first spirit is Galliano, which, may I say, comes in a, a very pretty bottle. Mm. Like, you could actually just put that in a sort of house and people would think, ooh, I bet they got that from Wayfair. <laughs> um, it's called it's it's forty two point three percent, which is a very cow. odd p- amount of percent. Yeah. What what is Galliano? Is w- well, let's dive into the details. It's uh, the original botanical with over thirty herbs and spices distilled in Italy. Izzy, why Galliano? Why now? Galliano was always a drink that I'd have on a Saturday night in the old E. They didn't have it, they either didn't have it in the boat or I just didn't have it in the boat. But we used to go to the old E and then the boat. And I used to have Galliano and lemonade in a long glass. And um, it just reminds me of good times. What yeah. do, would you have it with a mixer? Lemonade, ah. yeah. And there was a night we dressed up on... Every New Year's Eve in Matlock, everyone where I'm from, Matlock in Derbyshire, everyone dresses up in fancy dress, and I thought everyone did that everywhere until I went to college in Guildford and was like, hey guys, where are your Flintstones outfits? And like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, and on the millennium, we dressed up as Spice Girl fairies. Um, so it was like, like in we... the video for Viva Forever? Yes. Oh. So my friend from school was in that video. Yep. He's the boy who uh, the Spice Girls fly out of his hand. And... <laughs> and they do, though. Mm. And, I totally um, remember that. Uh, Rumours abounded about the fee. <laughs> and I think fee is French for fairy. I think it's French for woman. No, that's fa- femme. I think fee Fim. is French for fairy with a little... Yeah. Anyway, so well done. Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> My fee is my girlfriend, isn't it? Or my oh, fee, as in, yes, F-I-L-L-E. There we go. Really? Yes, so as it was spelt, as you meant it, fee, as in monetary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, on the French exchange, the talk was about the fee. Back in England, the talk was about the fee. Yes. The bunce. The bunce. It was five figures. Yes, well. Which is a lot of money when you're 16. Yeah. yeah. And five figures flew out of his hand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh wow. <laughs> Whoa. That was amazing. Yes. Yeah. Someone's a genius on this stage. <laughs> um, so which are you, did you dress up as a spice girl then on this Yeah, I was Jerry, I was Ginger Spice okay. and we got the um the wedding dresses from a charity shop and I think it's bad luck to wear a wedding dress before uh you got married but at that point we were like we're never going to get married. Um <laughs> And uh, I still haven't. Um, no, and because if he keep, a... keeps if he keeps arranging to go to Abbey Road on my blooming <laughs> birthday, um, I mean, so, it, it's, yeah. it's been what five years since he, you proposed to him. Yes, it has. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he's not careful, he's going to lose you. Yeah. Uh, right. So. Galliano, uh, I'm just going to try and get the sound of me. Un- so it's in a beautiful. What's that shape? Any shape experts in? And it's not a triangle, cone, is it? Cone. It's obviously not a triangle. <laughs> it is a cone. It looks cone. like a sort of upside yeah. down Olympic torch, I would say. Yes, uh, the, I don't yeah. mind that. It's sort of like a scientific cone. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to try and get the sound of me breaking the seal of the, of the thing on the mic. I think this might be un- unimpressive, John. <laughs> <laughs> Could you please increase the gain on my mic? <laughs> yes. And that st- is the sound of applause. I stand corrected. <laughs> right. On the nose. Oh, I love those little plastic sort of pouring vibers. 
So you okay, don't have too much. Okay, on the nose. Oh, God, that smells like something else. There's a touch of aniseed. There's a touch of lemon. And a touch of 30 herbs and spices. <laughs> right, a little bit of Galliano as I live and breathe. Uh, very strange colour. I mean, it... <laughs> It's, it looks it's like the Wii you do after a Barocca. <laughs> <laughs> That's the colour of it. Izzy has got the classic combo of half a Peroni and a shot of Galliano. <laughs> so we're sharing this out amongst the... Uh, the uh, us. I don't think I've ever... <laughs> I've never had it straight. You never had it straight? No. You never lived till you've had Galliano straight at what's room it, what's temperature. It, uh, what's it made out of? Oh, it's herbs and spices. I'm, I'm not going to say it for a third time, Sorry. Robin. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Gets up the nose. Gets up the nose. It's actually not bad. It doesn't, it doesn't like, burn as I was expecting it to. Well, it's stronger than some whiskies and it doesn't burn it's got that lovely sort of liqueur coating that it gives the old oh and then it hits the stomach with a click mm. <laughs> with a click it's a, it's oh al- I don't mind it <laughs> it's almost licorice I think it has yes. got a little bit of licorice a little yeah. bit of aniseed a little bit of Nigella Lawson would love it she would oh man she'd feel less anxious <laughs> Nigella Lawson why is she anxious no no just it makes you feel, oh, right, right, feel less mean. anxious yeah, it does. It's, it's like a, a friend giving you a hug. Yeah, if you're friends with 30 herbs and spices. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I don't mind it. I was expecting it to be quite revolting. Sorry. Do you know what? It's I, all right. I mean, the colour of it, I mean, it doesn't... Yeah. It's somewhere between Southern Comfort and Perno. It's somewhere on that divide, and that makes it sound worse than it is. It was quite hard to source a bottle, apparently. Yeah, where'd you get the bottle from, Stu? Uh, Whiskey Exchange. Oh, they are good. <laughs> they are, no, they are good. When in, um, does anyone remember an advert called the Chur- There was a cheese called Churnton in the mid-90s and there was an advert called the Churnton Challenge I'm only telling you this because I've had a pint of lager and a sip of Galliano but um, we um, on the Churnton Challenge a woman was blindfolded and she had to identify which cheese was Churnton and which was an imitator and we all got really drunk at my friend Hannah's and Ollie decided to do the piss challenge where I know there was um, I thought you were going to tell a lovely story about (laughs) Getting drunk and trying lots of cheese. <laughs> so there was a pint of slightly diluted Galliano and a pint of actual piss. I know. And Hannah had to choose without smelling which one she thought was Galliano. Or just by the look? Yeah, and down it. Instant regret. Uh, Lloyd, do you want to try the Galliano? I thought mm. you would. And can you tell do, from do, the do a twirl of the shirt for the audience as well, just <laughs> Very nice. Uh, right, Lloyd, we're going to. It's this going in his pint glass. In a, <laughs> in a COVID secure way. Um, hang on. Um, well, I just want, there's a little bit of beer left in there, so I'm going to. I'm going to not do anything. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. So, um, a little bit of Galliano for you and your, your partner. It does. Well, I wouldn't it say does. that about yeah. it. Yeah. Right, yeah. sorry. I thought... no, no, no. You just said my wife, it looks mm. like olive oil. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're talking about Popeye. Yeah. <laughs> Have a go on that, Lloyd, and tell us your thoughts and feelings. It is yes, a bit like Sambuca. Sambuca. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely a reference point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you, do you, would, you, would you like your, your wife to try some? What's your name, madam? You're Kirsty. Ellis would love that top. Yeah, he would. He would really would. Oh. oh. <laughs> Thoughts and feelings? Yeah, it's for you. What, what's your name, sorry? 
Kirsty, so it's for Kirsty, it's not for Lloyd. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. You're welcome, you're welcome. Okay, so a special treat there, the live uh, Galliano tasting. God, it goes to the mind. Um, uh, second spirit, please, is... Advocar. Oh! <laughs> it makes its Moon Underwater debut. A dangerous, dangerous drink. The first time you taste Advocar, you think, well, why haven't I been drinking this every day for my entire life? Yes! And then by the end of the evening, you're in real trouble. <laughs> Izzy, Advocar. So, Advocar is in the same family as Galliano for me. Is it really? Yes. It but it's mixing it with your dream, which is cream. Yeah. I, well, I used to have Advocar and lemonade. So, I used to have a Galliano and lemonade and then an Advocar and lemonade. And that was how I knew the night Snowball. had really begun. Yeah. But the creaminess in Advocar is from eggs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Egg drink. <laughs> <laughs> but Robin, you're no stranger to the Advocar desire. I know. Well, I'd remem I remember um, the general election in 2019. And for the some Advocar election. Well, yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I, st I stayed up watching it, drinking snowballs. Yeah. And the hangover was obviously appalling, but, you know, for many reasons. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, like all Lib Dems, you were drinking their... <laughs> the Lib Dems' official drink is Advocar. Thing with Advocar, oh, I mean, I would just... I just love it so much. I do, do like you? it. Yeah. What's the brand called of Advocar? It's just called Advocar. Oh, I think no, it's just it's called... It's just called something like Copernix, isn't it? What? Yes. Well, well, yeah, uh, Vernix or Varnix. But it's, it's spelt Warinka. W-R-I-N-K-A, perchance. But it's, it's very nice straight. And uh, there's a comedy sketch group called Pappies, who I'm sure you are, or many of you are familiar with, and every year in Edinburgh, they do an Advocar special of their show where they raise money for, I think it's, um, what's the AIDS charity in Edinburgh that they collect money for? Oh, yeah, it's the Light... The Waverley Trust, yeah. I think. Um, or it's a, another charity, but they, they do it while all of them are drinking Advocar and they have about sort of 50 bottles of Advocar going around the audience and it is a messy. <laughs> and you s it is not COVID secure. <laughs> So you basically pass around a bottle of neat Advocar. I think it tastes best neat, actually. Do you? I've never had it neat. Oh, it's amazing. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'll do a bit of a burp there. I... Um, it's so nice. Okay, I've got to do it. Oh, God, I want some now. Why couldn't that be the little bell drink? Did you... Um, so was this was something you'd have all year round? Because I do associate it with the, with the Christmassy kind of vibe. No, I did used to have it all year round. Um, and then I used to have it... I used to go skiing quite frequently and I used to have it when I was skiing oh and a lovely warming ski drink I may mm, say mm, it was and then like we we just used to get very very drunk on it when, well I used to they didn't used to necessarily drink out the car but I used to drink it a lot when we were skiing and it was great like I remember once I was with I used to go skiing with loads of scousers um because I was friends with them <laughs> um <laughs> I like I've had such brilliant nights out in Liverpool and I think Scousers are generally such a laugh. And we took a photo of my mates, Bobby and Joel, looking really mean, like they wanted a fight. And this is when I was very drunk on Advocat. They went over to this guy I fancied and went, do you fancy her? If you don't, you get this. And then showed him a photo on the digital camera of themselves looking really angry. <laughs> he was just like really confused and didn't know what to do. And then we stole a table from a restaurant. So if you imagine this table, we climbed to the top of a really steep red run, turned it upside down so that the table bit was touching the snow and went down on it. Is it? Yeah. That's I know. very dangerous. I know. And we thought it wouldn't go down, but it did. <laughs> it went down really fast. I know. Yeah. So I've had lots of crazy nights out on Advocar. <laughs> <laughs> well, a superb choice. I'm so glad to see Advocar in your dream pub. Um, but it's time, after um, destroying a few brain cells with the Galliano, to uh, create a few brain cells 
in the Moon Underwater Library. <laughs> Thank you. Um, thanks, John. So, this, um, this, this week on the pub library, I've got Jean Rees. Jean Rees, a brilliant novelist. She's most famous for doing Wide Sargasso Sea. You ever oh. that at school? I did that We used school. to sing a song about that in school. Sargasso Sea, oh Sargasso Sea of Green, are you lying in wait for us to something, taking a thing to thing your thing? <laughs> Amazing how that just yeah. came back to me. God. Vivid memory you have there. Uh. <laughs> Mrs. Bird taught us that. She used to hit us on the thighs with rulers. That's le- it was illegal then and it's illegal now. Mrs. Anyway. Mrs. <laughs> it's quite hard after Galliano, this, isn't it? The. Um... But Jean Rees, brilliant. She's a brilliant writer. She was sort of a bit of a woman out of her time, really, because she was, um, you know, she went through a divorce and uh, she lived on her own for a long time. And, uh, you know, bet- living between the wars, it was, you sort of were known as kind of a fallen woman or a spinster kind of thing. And she wrote really well about that. And this, this is um, a novel she wrote called Good Morning Midnight, and it's set between the wars. And it's about a woman who goes back to Paris kind of on a holiday um, and she used to live in Paris, so there's loads of associations there. And she, um, this is just brilliant, because it's basically about wanting to go out to a pub on your own. We've talked about this quite a lot on the podcast, about how you can't really do that. Sometimes it's very hard to do that as a woman. And, um, so, but this is, this is mid, you know, between the wars in Paris. So she says, oh, that's nice. Um, <laughs> she says, wandering about the narrow streets near the Pantheon, it starts to rain. I go into a tobacco, like a tobacco would be like a kind of, you know, a cafe bar kind of place. The woman at the bar gives me one of those looks. What do you want here, you? We don't cater for tourists here, not our clientele. Well, dear madame, to tell you the truth, what I want here is a drink. I rather think two, perhaps three. It is cold and dark outside and everything is gone of me except misery. (laughs) A perno, I say to the waiter. He looks at me in a sly, amused way when he brings it. God, it's funny being a woman, she says. And the other one, the one behind the bar, is she going to giggle or to say something about me in a voice loud enough for me to hear? That's the way she's feeling. No, she says nothing, but she says it all. Well, that's okay, cher madame, and very nicely done too. You've said nothing, but you've said it all. Never mind, here I am, and here I'm going to stay. I call the waiter to pay. I give him a large tip. He looks at it, says merci, and then merci beaucoup. I ask him to tell me the way to the nearest cinema. This, of course, arises from a cringing desire to explain my presence in the place. I only came in here to inquire the way to the nearest cinema. I am a respectable woman, and femme convenable, on her way to the nearest cinema. Fate comme les autres. It means do as others do. That's been my motto all my life, and a lot he cares. I could have spared myself the trouble, but this is my attitude to life. Please, please, monsieur et madame, mister, missus and miss, I'm trying so hard to be like you. I know I don't succeed, but look how hard I try. Three hours to choose a hat, every morning an hour and a half trying to make myself look like everybody else. Every word I say has chains round its ankles. Every thought I think is weighted with heavy weights. Since I was born, hasn't every word I've said, every thought I've thought, Everything I've done been tied up, weighted, chained. And mind you, I know that with all this I don't succeed, or I succeed in flashes only too damn well. But think how hard I try, and how seldom I dare. Think, and have a bit of pity. That is, if you ever think, you apes, which I doubt. Now the waiter has finished telling me how to get to this nearest cinema. Another perno, I say. It's great. Oh, it's really yes, good. please. It's very good. And that was written in the 30s. And, um, what's, what's that line, every word I say is chained around my ankles? Yeah. That's extraordinary. But it, that's written in the 30s, but it's about this very, it's so good about like, she has to come up with a pretense for why she's there, which yeah. is, oh, I'm just, I just want to know where the nearest cinema is. She yeah. can't say, I'm just here to have a drink. Yeah. But that's, there's something that gets talked about a lot on this podcast, I think. But very, yeah. very good. What was the name of that again? It's Jean Reese's Good Morning Midnight, oh. which is a great book. Mm. Instant recommend. Yeah. Instant follow. <laughs> oh, she's uh, <laughs> is, she on, is she on Twitter? I mean, I, 
She was born in 1890, so uh, sure. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Izzy, Jean Reese is not the only person with a book to her name. <laughs> Uh, just if, if your agent's listening, we're, we're, we're getting to it. <laughs> uh, Izzy, you've got a book out, a bloody book. Yeah. Have you ever felt that every word you said is chained around your ankles? Yeah. Uh, tell us about Jane is Trying. Well, you're first in the acknowledgements. Yes, um, I am. First yeah. in the acknowledgements um, is... <laughs> yes... Not Izzy's editor, not Izzy's fiance, but John Robbins for providing information about vaping. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, it's about a woman called Jane, who is, this is the most drunk I've ever been when I've had to explain it, um, <laughs> who, um, who uh, is going out, is engaged to someone and he cheats on her and she has to move back to her hometown in the Midlands and lots of people try and interfere with her and tell her interfere with her no inter- interfere with her life and tell her what to do and um yeah it it she had to learn to stand on her own two feet really yeah is he give yeah. it a give it a stronger sound okay <laughs> um it's a heartfelt uh okay i'll try and do it as if heartfelt, I would, okay yeah okay in quotes, that's on the back cover a heartfelt hilarious look at the anxieties of modern life oh i don't mind that <laughs> Izzy, could we go as far as to say searing prose? Yes. Very good. <laughs> could we say that the characters are searingly well rendered? <laughs> yes. Good. Um, where it is, is it is. Where is it available? Uh, literally everywhere. Literally everywhere, is yeah. it really? Uh, right. Uh, not only do we have a library in the Moon Underwater, we also have a Juliet Bravo, a.k.a. a jukebox. Um, it takes longer to say than jukebox. <laughs> so people who say VW, it's actually quicker to say Volkswagen. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Stuart McConey was on the radio talking about Vaughan Williams, and he kept calling him VW. That's the same syllables. Yeah. W, Williams. Yeah. I mean, grow up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Victor whiskey is the same, but they're just shifted. Shifted around, two, shifted two. Around. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Izzy, 
Uh, what's your favourite album? <laughs> no. uh, on, the, on the pub jukebox, we ask everyone to add an album that they would like to listen to in a pub. What is yours? It is Queen Greatest Hits, Don't volume mind one. If I do. Uh, not its first appearance on the Moon Underwater jukebox, and I'm hoping it won't be its last. So two copies of Queen's Greatest Hits, one, <laughs> which there would have been anyway, uh, before anyone added anything to the jukebox. Why Queen's Greatest Hits, one, please? I think Queen are... It's a great sentence so far. <laughs> I think they fulfil everything anyone could need from music. Yeah. I mean, tick, 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 tick. Uh, I think that might be one of the greatest sentences ever written. That's better than every word I say is a chain around my ankles. And I think they that... They fulfil... Say that again, Izzy. I think Queen fulfil everything anyone could need from music. I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> Extraordinary. Say, say more things like that. I think that album, and I know in a sense it's not an album because it's a greatest hits, but I still count it as one. It was re-released recently yep. with a slipcase to attempt to get to the number one album spot. That didn't happen, but it's still in the top ten. It's still in the top ten albums. Isn't that yeah. extraordinary? Yeah, it is. Um, so I think it contains, uh, um, I think it contains amazing theatrics and spectacle. I think it contains pure emotion, um, and I think it has moments of stillness and solace, and moments God. of flamboyancy. I'm gonna be sick with love. <laughs> so true, is he? Flamboyant. Do you write about it in your book? Huh? Do you write about Queen's Great Sits in your book? Because you, you describe it with such beautiful prose. That would be such a shit novel, wouldn't it? <laughs> it's like a few pages in the middle. We talk about Queen's Greatest Hits. Like, like in American Psycho. Yeah, yeah. Who's talking about uh, Phil Collins. And Huey Lewis and the News. Oh, yeah. I am having such a great time. With, but, um... How does it... Because Ellis is... Is Ellis a Queen fan or not really? No. <laughs> Jinx! He's, he's, he's just got a, a sort of working knowledge of Queen that he never yeah. expected to have. Yeah. I always think Queen are a bit like Oasis for me, where the, my... Pre- <laughs> you haven't heard okay, what I'm going to okay, say. Okay, okay, okay. What's their be here now? What do you mean? What, what's Queen's be here now? Yeah. I, oh, no, you haven't heard... You haven't hear me out. Okay, sorry. In the, uh, my, my appreciation of Queen and Oasis goes up the more I've had to drink. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I'd, I'd have to say I think Oasis are, has been slightly less consistent over a slightly shorter period. Well, of yeah, time. I'm not comparing their careers. I'm just saying, like, I will go from basically poo pooing Oasis yeah. to having five cans and yeah. watching all of Nebworth on YouTube. <laughs> Oasis are a can band. They're a can band. And they're a can band. They're not the band can, but um, yeah, thank you. But um, I think Queen are similar. Was like uh, uh, he's sort of like the drunky. Yeah, you go, oh God, Freddie was just the best, wasn't he? But I've, I don't know. Like I, I feel like I. I feel like that's because you can't accept that when you're sober. Right. So you think like, I'm lying to myself. Yeah. Mm. 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 <laughs> I don't listen to Queen very much. No. In the day. <laughs> but that's okay. I don't listen to, like, I don't listen to a great deal of some of my favourite artists in the day because it's sort of more of a solitary, intense thing mm. to listen mm. to them. So I wouldn't just, like, whack on Frank Zappa when I was sort of doing the washing up because mm. I need to sort of have, I need to listen to it really mm. closely. Right. What was your intro to Queen, though? Was it kind of something when you were growing up? You... I just remember having this album when I was young, and actually John and I are extremely similar, because I love Frank Zappa too, and Excel spreadsheets. Um, <laughs> and genuinely love, like... If Ellis isn't careful, he's going to lose you. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember having this album on cassette tape, and I remember listening to it on my Walkman, and... I started listening to Queen and Tom Waits around the same time. 
And I... <laughs> and actually, it was a close call between Tom Waits, either Big Change or Small Time, I think. Um, small Change or Big Time. God, I... Guys, I haven't drunk this much for about <laughs> 10 years. You haven't um, touched your half of... Priority. No, I know! Um, I mean, you've actually only had one pint of a side. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I, yeah, this album... I don't know. It just reminds me of the past, and I think I love it. And yes, and it's timeless. And I would argue, and I think the stats would back me up, that this is the UK's national anthem of albums. It's the best-selling album in the history of the United Kingdom. More than Mozart. (laughs) Well, it is. Yeah, because if Mozart had sold loads, he'd be number one. He's not. Where's Mozart in all of this? Is he actually any good? <laughs> there's, just so, there's too much to unpack, I think. I mean, <laughs> globally, Queen aren't in the, even in the top ten. Uh, I don't know if that's true. It, it is. Well, yeah but, yeah, but globally, it's like the Eagles, Kenny Rogers. That is, uh, globally means America. Yeah, but you're just talking about sales, so I'm just, I'm yeah, just, I'm just using okay. your own language, John. Okay, so which Mozart album is the, <laughs> is, is the best-selling album of all time globally? One? Yeah. Well, his first album. Yeah, one. His w- w- early stuff. Yeah. Yeah, interesting, interesting, interesting. Yes, it's, it's the, it is the greatest hits You've just album drawn a line made. on your book, John. <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm underlining... I do that in meetings at work. (laughs) Sometimes I just write the date. I'm underlining Queen's greatest hits. Then I've written an M, which I've crossed out. I don't know why I wrote that. And then the number one... Right, Izzy, your wild card option, please. Wild card, vintage Dom Perignon. Oh, don't Ooh. mind if I do. <laughs> v- <laughs> VDP, as He's, they he's call written it. VDP on the VDP, board, vintage so. Dom Perignon. I have to say, Izzy, uh, Dom Perignon is the Dom Perignon of champagne. <laughs> It really is superb. It is. And I, when I worked for Robbins, we used to go on all these tastings. I didn't have very much money. It was when I was starting out in comedy. And I went to this wine tasting once. Oh, my God, I can't believe you're drinking more Galliana. I, I haven't got anything else. <laughs> um, I went to this wine tasting, and they chose two people from each branch, and I got chosen to go. And I had vintage Dom Perignon. It's the only time I've had it. And I re- worked out that night that I had about 700 quid's worth of booze mm. in my system. Wow. I didn't really have any money. And it was, like, really weird. Yeah. Yeah. But so good. But, <laughs> but if that was the last time you had Dom Perignon, why don't you have it a bit more now? Yeah, I guess. Why were you drinking expensive booze when you didn't have any money? I've heard you voiceovers. Yeah. You could get a bit of VDP in your life. (laughs) I've had it twice, and it is very drinkable. We haven't really talked about what your pub would look like. Oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Izzy, next question. What would your pub look like? First of all, it would have to have the following ingredients. A pool table, Mm -hmm. fit boys. I knew you were going to say that. Did you? Describe to me a fit boy in your eyes. (laughs) It wouldn't really have to have fit boys because I'm really happy in my relationship. (laughs) Um, But um, what a fit boy looked like in the the late 90s when I had my sort of pub heyday were, they'd have like baggy jeans, trainers, um, a t-shirt with a band on like 
Ned's Atomic Dustbin or um, Carter the Unstoppable Sex Machine or Ride or Jesus Jones and um, like long hair and curtains. Yeah, and a skateboard, perhaps. That style is so... It's bizarre how that style is coming back now. Yeah. I can't get my head around it. Surely. It's like humanity just runs out of ideas. It does. I did notice, though, I did. I wrote this on Twitter, that like the problem with the baggy jeans at the time was the dragging along. The wet, the water. The, the wet. The wet, the water creeping up the thigh, yeah. the calf and thigh. But when I, when I see young kids in London <laughs> with baggy jeans, they're kind of around here. So it feels like history can learn from its mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So are it's you mutated. Saying, yeah. <laughs> So what people are wearing now is like a combination of the two 90s trousers, which was the, the sort of flares, baggy jeans, and the yeah. pedal pusher. So they're like flared pedal pushers. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't want that watermark. Because what would happen is everyone would get water going up the jeans mm. to about the sort of just below the knee. And then the next day, they'd have like a watermark where they dried out. Yeah. It was an absolute nightmare. It was. <laughs> yeah. I remember it was such a terrible moment growing up when I realised I, I, got, I got too fat for my baggy jeans. Mm. <laughs> I mean, how does that happen? I don't think I ever had baggy jeans. I had, like, boot cut. <laughs> yeah. Which is, they're still not back in fashion. <laughs> they're not, <yet>. no. <laughs> <laughs> no. But they're sort not. of, girls would wear quite big flared jeans, but yeah. not flares in the sense of the 70s where it would sort of, it would the flare would begin below the knee. They were sort of flared for almost from the thigh. Yeah, mm. that's what I used to have. Right. Yeah. Like big sort of tubers. As, yeah. as in the instrument. If you, if you, can, if you can imagine wearing two tubers, the instrument on your legs made of denim, then, then you're getting a start at a picture of what people used to wear. You're barred. Uh, is he? Um, what, what are you not having in your pub? What are you barring from your pub? I am barring tequila. Oh! Oh! Good idea. Good idea. I, Getting some booze, but... I don't mind. I mean, because by extension, tequila is already banned because you've not chosen it, but let's ignore that. <laughs> well, it has, I mean, someone could bring some tequila in That's and I a could chuck point. them out. Whereas if someone brought in, like, vodka, I wouldn't. Yes, so tequila, why are you banning tequila? I, so, it's like I had a fling with tequila and kind of fell in love with it for a really short period and then it really screwed me over and now I never want to see it again. Yeah. That's, like, the best way I can describe it. We've all got it. people like that in our lives. <laughs> so, I used to drink it a little bit here and there and then when I was very young, about 14, um, me and my friend drunk a bottle of tequila in about 15 minutes in Slammers. Fucking I know, hell. I know. Um, in so just, I mean, like, you've, you've, this is the same friend that drank a pint of piss. <laughs> <laughs> because we've had a pint of Baileys. A pint of piss. piss. <laughs> and probably a pint of tequila. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was actually a different person, but I had lots of um, lots of fun friends. <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah, we drank it very quickly. That was the key. It was it was a slammer. Then the other one would do a slammer, a slammer, a slammer, a slammer, a slammer. There was no time to think, no time to talk. It was just then I ate the worm. There was a worm in the tequila. I know. And um, for about five minutes, we were like, nothing's happening. I feel normal. And then it was like coming up on a drug, we were suddenly like, oh my God! And I, I was at my parents, because I was 14, um, and I went me. downstairs, and they, in their dining room, um, the, the floor was hard, and uh, they had lots of ornaments on the mantelpiece, including wedding presents, and jugs, and like crystal vases and stuff. And I, like, you know when you see someone sweep their hand along a piano, and... <laughs> um, I just swept my hand along the whole thing. Everything crashed to the floor. And then we, I quickly needed to exit the scene. My parents weren't there because it was, it was New Year's Eve. We went to the shed and tried to get bikes to ride up to this party. But 
they were covered in hay because I never cleaned my rabbit's hutch out, which was in the shed, and it rotted through, and the rabbit just roamed around the shed. So uh, we abandoned the bikes. They were covered in hay, and then um, walked up to this party. And this and is New Year's Eve, so you're dressed as Wilma Flintstone. Exactly. <laughs> And then we saw my parents on Stony Way, which was the hill outside our house. And I was like, sorry, mum, sorry, dad, I've broken all your wedding presents. <laughs> and then just <laughs> carried on up the hill. I went to a house party. Um, I threw up for literally six hours. <laughs> so there was one bathroom and I just lay on the floor of the toilet, threw up into the toilet, lay back down. I remember waking up, sorry, there's been a lot of talk about piss, but this is reality. Woke up and people would be pissing over my head because my head was, and I'd just go pass out again. And then um, I just went home the next day. And I said, I'm never, ever going to drink it again. And you say things like that when you're a teenager. You think, I'm never going to do this again. I'm never, I'm never going to fall in love again. I'm never going to... But actually, I have stuck to that. I have never drunk tequila since that night. <laughs> Most people just say screams. <laughs> That's I remember once being, being at a New Year's Eve party where um, I, went, I went to the loo and I, I, the toilet broke and I came out, I looked out and there was a queue. Do you mean you broke the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> Who can say? <laughs> and I said, like, I'm really sorry, I think the toilet's broken. And then someone said, well, was it a wee or a poo? And I just went... <laughs> like that... <laughs> Horrible. But we fixed it. It was fine. Anyway. When you say broken... But there was, there was no one passed out underneath as everything was going on, so it was okay. When you say broken, do you mean, like, blocked? No. No, I don't mean blocked. <laughs> it's just the flush didn't work. You know when the flush doesn't work? Yeah. Yeah. You got to take the lid off. I did. Yeah, you've got to take the lid off and you that. pull the thing off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hurry up, please. It's time. Your pub that has Stella, Cronenberg, Oyster Bay, Sauvignon Blanc, Bailey's, Galliano, Advocar. What does VDP stand for? <laughs> <laughs> um, vintage Dom Perignon, but no tequila. And usually I keep a note of it, sort of what it looks like, but I've forgotten that bit. Pull. Pool, pool Pim- fit boys. Pool, fit boys. Pool pinball fit boys. Pool pinball fit boys. PPFB. Papa, <laughs> Papa, Papa, Foxtrot Bravo. Uh, pool pinball and fit boys. Are the fit boys everywhere? Or is there a bit of a sort of century? Area. I think they stay near the pool table. Yeah, yeah. Next to the, uh, the pinball, as previously discussed. Um, so this pub... What are we going to bloody call it? We're going to call it the Sutty and Sup. Okay, mm. the Sutty and Sup. Talk me through this. Sutty is my surname. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Sup is another word for drinking. Uh-huh. So I thought if I combine the two and they both begin with S, people might remember it and want to come all down. all falling into place. <laughs> Robin thoughts. <laughs> I thought it was a play on sooty and sweep. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it kind of goes without saying because right. my whole life oh, I've had so that. Sorry. No, no, yeah. no, no. It's fine. Um, you know. Um, but after uh, Izzy Wizzy, let's get busy, which is the spell that they say in sooty and oh, sweep. It was like the double, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the poor, double poor whammy. I, yeah. know. I know. I know. So in a way it is, though. In a way it okay, is. Okay. Yeah. Sutty and sup. Mm. I don't mind it one little bit. Because in this pub, you're supping all these beautiful things next to all these pretty little boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hazard a guess, Izzy, that no one's ever drunk this much neat Galliano before. <laughs> So, Izzy, we're, we are about to bestow upon you... I think we have to rethink these live shows. 
Is this the first one? Yeah. <laughs> it's not sure this is really sustainable. Anyway, Izzy, in order, we're going to bestow upon you here on the Moon on the Water your uh, dream pub that is your own to keep and save and use whenever you need it to the absolute most. Uh, but before we send you on your way to the winged beast, <laughs> how, how, how was the winged beast that helped you through the vortex? Was he kind? Oh, very. Yeah, yeah, because he can turn. Um, but before you are sent back with the winged beast to help you through the water seas, I should say, um, to be correct about it, what one song from, oh, hmm, what was your album again? Oh, Queen's Greatest Hits 1, which I, b- I believe you said something along the lines of... <laughs> I believe you said something along the lines of uh, it gives you absolutely everything you could possibly need from music. What one song would you like to play you out of the moon underwater this evening? Somebody to Love. I don't mind that one bit. Can you believe that wasn't number one? Can you believe that? No. Can you believe that? You can believe that. Why, you out of your mind on ecstasy? Oh. Though it did reach number one when it was released on an EP with George Michael and Lisa Stansfield, the Five Live EP. Did you know Queen have actually had more number one since Freddie died than they did while he was alive? Where's the justice in that? It is sad. Um, Format. What? (laughs) Um, No, it was uh, obviously Bohemian Rhapsody and then (laughs) Under Pressure and then Bohemian Rhapsody again after Freddie's death, then the Five Live EP um, and others. Oh, no, innuendo before he died. So it's probably even. I don't know. (laughs) So somebody to love to play Izzy Sooty out of the moon underwater as she takes with her the sooty and sup to go on her very merry way through the vortices and back to the correct realm uh, where she lives with a borderline fit boy. <laughs> she says borderline fit. Yeah. Can he play pinball? Yeah. Yeah, he can. Pinball. He's got a very kind heart. He does, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. He's sort of also... <laughs> and laid back. And it's important to have a laid-back heart. Oh, yeah. Because the last thing you want is someone who, when you say, oh, can we do this, who goes, no. You want them to go, yeah, fine. Yeah, you want them to go, I don't care. I don't care. That's the thing with him. He doesn't care. Yeah. (laughs) But not not in a mad way or an angry way. He doesn't care whatever you do. So true. It's true. You can walk all over him. Um, this was looking very trim when I saw him at Abbey Road. He does. Look, does he work out? He goes on his bike. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. He looks very fit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he cycles. He cycles. <laughs> Some people like it. Uh, anyway, Izzy, thank you so much for your time here in the Moon Underwater. Thank you to everyone for coming uh, to the Moon Underwater. Uh, so, Izzy... The yep. Sooty and Sup is yours to take with you. Safe journey home. Thank you so much for coming over to the further realm of the moon underwater. And to play you out is the greatest song ever written that wasn't number one, Somebody to Love. fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you learn more at uh1.com planning for your next trip 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.